0: to the Chris and Sam podcast, pull up a bar stream and join us for a random conversation guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 370 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam and I think I'm negative with COVID.
1: You think you're negative.
0: Wow, the test said that, but they're not 100% are they? No, they're not. No, they're not. No, but uh, no, I went and booked. So it said from today you could book the RAT test thing, and you go pick them up from the testing centres. Oh yeah. Uh, but I managed to do it last night. I just worked it out myself. I just went to their website and found this form to fill out. So you fill out a form, and they're like, "Yep, come around, uh, show us this code." Uh, I still think the the pickup areas are real dumb. Like we've got Greenwood Street, and we've got Founders Theatre, and that's it at the moment. Oh, yeah. a, couple, a couple of times last week, they were doing some at Mystery Creek for some reason. And down in Christchurch, they've decided to put it way out uh, near the airport and nowhere else. And there's three kilometer lines going out to this location at the airport, uh, causing people to get late to the actual airport. Anyway, uh, picked up this test, jabbed the thing in my nose, followed the instructions, found out I wasn't pregnant. And also it said negative for uh, COVID. So it's good. <laughs> no. Uh, so I think I've just got a cold. Uh, traditionally, I always, always, almost without fail, get a cold in the first two weeks of March every year. And that's the only time I'm sick.
1: Right. Cool.
0: Because it's um, always in the lead up to when the carnival usually is. And that yeah, stresses yeah, yeah. me out. And then I come right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's quite a few people sick at the moment. So Cal got tested the other day because he, Felt really crook, but yeah. that was negative as well. Mm. Uh, but it is that seasonal change. And uh, yeah, this morning, I was pretty cold this morning uh, when I got to work at my new uh, start time of 4 a.m. Um, and I cycled there, so that took an hour on the bike um, pretty much. Doesn't help when you're running in and out of freezes, but I, I scored a polar fleece in the end because I'm like, oh, am lucky. To die if I keep doing this. Um, so, yeah, basically, most most of the loading was done for the trucks. I just had to do the chilled and frozen and finding yeah. the stuff and looking where it. Anyway, exciting stuff in the life of Chris right now. Exciting time. So I'm going to go. Say, in,
0: if you say so.
1: Instead of um, three eight-hour days, which is what I have been doing, I'm doing five four-hour days. Um, I don't
0: know what's better in that scenario.
1: I don't know. But, yeah, the fact that I – yeah, I'm supposed to finish at 8.30, but then they go, oh, but Laurel's sick, so can you stay and do uh, inwards good? So I they, like,
0: that, yeah, I mean, they, they do, uh, like, I mean, it's the way the world is at the moment.
1: Yeah, if I think it's everywhere. Stuff, it's not yeah, just... No, no, no. no. Yeah, okay. so that's that's right. It, you know, and everybody's everybody's under the pump. It's not like they're picking on me. Everybody's, you know, pitching them. So that's cool. Um, what else is new this week?
0: Oh, there's lots going on. We finally got rid of the Wellington protesters. That was fun. Did you yeah. watch any of that?
1: Yeah, I. I it was breaking news. Um, I've oh, right. hardly ever seen breaking news in New but Zealand. Don't you,
0: yeah, that's on actual TV, eh? Yeah. yeah.
1: So I was watching um, Gold Rush, um, and, yeah, it broke in with this oh, really? news, yeah. Oh. And, and it was all live. Um, I don't know. I, it still amazes me how many people go on about, uh, how bad Jacinda Ardern is like I just saw some a post just before we jumped on here on LinkedIn actually oh, really? And it's going um and linking to dailytelegraph.co.nz god knows what sort of Oh, I
0: think that's some sort of right-wing weirdo made up yeah line. and it's like uh,
1: police use illegal pepper spray on uh, protesters and you know is the headline or something. I'm like, good God. The, I love, ridiculous. I
0: love seeing the photos of the protesters on the ground with someone pouring milk in their eyes. <laughs> it was the best. Uh, and you want to um, dab and not wipe when you get uh, tear gassed as what I got told in a first aid course. So it's good. Uh, up with the Ukrainians. Yeah. I'm sure you're all over that. Yeah. I, how, I it. how much, how how much more amazing could the president of Ukraine be? Dude, he's he's a legend, isn't he? he he's like one of their top comedy Volodya performers.
1: Zulinski.
0: That's right. Yeah. He's one of their top comedy performers. He had his own shows. He's in a music video wearing stilettos. He did the voice of Paddington Bear for their v- dubbed version of it. And uh, he's not taking any shit. And he foiled the assassination plot. Oh, so,
1: what? I missed that. What, what, what's the assassination plot thing? I'm oh,
0: thinking. they sent a bunch of elite and I think, to try and kill them. Uh, and they blew them up. They took them out. They, they heard about it through, because there's so much information sharing going on. I think they just knew it was happening. So they're like, oh, okay, here's some uh, weird people. Yeah, uh, they, they, Ukra- but
1: there is the thing, because Russia has been planning this for a while. They've got a lot of um, Russian people like embedded in Ukraine you know, oh, right. for, for wow. years, which is a bit of a worry, yeah.
0: It all seems a bit crazy. I don't think the Russians are uh, doing that well, maybe. Uh, no, so- but
1: not as well as they wanted to be doing. And you know how I know that?
0: Why is that? How do you know that, Chris?
1: Um, Because uh, the concept of a scheduled post, uh, did you hear about that?
0: Yeah, was it? They said they were going to take 15, was it 15 days or 12 days, and they already had a whole bunch scheduled or? They had had a scheduled
1: post, and it came out. Yeah, and it was supposed to be. uh, It was supposed to have come out after victory. Mm. And basically, they they the whole post is about the beginning of Russia in the new world, and all these um, reasons they've been giving for why they're going in to you know denazification and to save um, the Russian speaking people from genocide and blah 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 doesn't mention any of that in this article it says now russia and belarus and um, and and ukraine are one and oh, we yeah. have this block and blah 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 and he took talk- have a little party it's it's pretty interesting uh, i've got a link for it a link to the the english translation of it oh nice um but yeah i found out about that about Ten hours after it came out, it was yeah. taken down straight away. But the uh, archive Internet Archive uh, web service did manage to save it, so that's why it's going everywhere at the moment.
0: So the Ukrainians have said to their people, "You do not need to declare uh, any Russian tanks or equipment that you have taken over. You just don't worry about that. You just have it." So the uh, I told you last week. I think there was a uh, a tractor like towing away a tank. Uh, huh yesterday, there was two tractors towing away a surface-to-air missile launcher. They now own that. So <laughs> that's good. Uh, a couple of more things. Their video came out of the best way to describe this. I'll describe it. Paint a picture in your mind. Imagine um, it looks like a market place. There's tents and stuff. There's people all outside. There's families, women, men, and children. And they're all working together. And they're from Ukraine and they're all making Molotov cocktails, (laughs) hundreds and hundreds and crates and crates of Molotov cocktails. That's a whole thing. And today, earlier today, it must have just happened. A Russian fighter surrendered, was just like, I'm over it. He's real young. He looks like he's 18, if not younger. And uh, the Ukrainians went up to him, uh, the Ukrainian people, and they said, hey, we've got hot food and here's a drink. And they were giving him food and drink. And then they said, do you want to video call your mum? And he video called his mum and says, you know, I don't know what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So quite a few people apparently have surrendered. I hadn't seen any of the videos of them or anything like that. But um, they didn't know where they were. They didn't know they were in Ukraine.
0: Yeah, it's a bit crazy.
1: Um, And some of them, maintain don't know whether to believe them or not, some of them said, no, we're on exercises.
0: Like oh whoa. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't that wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't
1: be surprised. So uh yeah, and they were surprised people were shooting at them.
0: So <laughs> um it's oh, terrible.
1: That is it's 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 believable, um, but holy crap, yeah, that's horrible. So yeah, no, that that was um that was that's hey, been pretty, pretty bizarre.
0: Sticking with the war theme. Yep. Uh if I said, Do you know what a Bob Simple tank is? Would you know what that is? No. Okay. So back in World War II, the the uh, um, the minister, the New Zealand Minister of Works, Bob Semple, said, hey, we better have some tanks in case the Japanese invade. So I'm going to design it. So this guy designed this tank, which is called the Bob Semple tank, basically. And um, it's a tractor base with a whole bunch of corrugated iron bolted to the front of it. <laughs> and that's uh, that's what they had, and um I've send you a link there and uh I don't know how, how many did they make they made they had eight they had eighty one calibilla d eight trawler tractors, and another nineteen were available, so it had some machine guns strapped to the side of it because they didn't have any other weapons and if you scroll down, there's a picture of one on a parade, and that one's got more corrugated iron than the first one, so luckily oh. we didn't need we didn't need to use them.
1: Oh, was this in New Zealand?
0: Yeah. The Ministry of Works, who used to do all the public stuff back in the day.
1: <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Designed by New Zealand Minister of Works, Bob Simple. Okay. I have got something to update on uh, something we talked about the other week. So we yes. getting away from the war thing there. We talked about uh, magpies. Yes. Um However, this is another one for magpies. Usually, I'm going to read this out. Usually, when scientists carry out experiments, they have a good idea of what the outcome will be. However, they don't usually expect to be outsmarted by the subject. The researchers attached tiny backpack-like tracking devices to five Australian magpies for a study. Backpacks contained a GPS tracker system that interacted with a magpie feeding table. When the birds landed on the table, the backpack could wirelessly charged, data would be downloaded. So it sticks with them, they come back to the feeding table, it takes the data off, Um, and if needed, a magnet could be turned on, which released the backpack from the bird. Oh, okay. Okay? So all these things meant the tracker could be kept small and birds didn't have to keep being caught to change batteries and collect data and all that stuff. Yeah. All right? The backpack was designed to be tough. Could not be removed by a magpie itself and only had one weak point where the harness could be removed using a magnet or some really sharp scissors.
0: How Uh, often do they just say this stuff? Like, yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah, there's the planning stage and then there's reality right <laughs> after fitting five magpies with backpackers uh backpacks the uh, researchers waited for them to return to the feeding stations hoping to download data on how far they went and da, 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 da. Well, instead within 10 minutes they witnessed an adult female without a tracker working with a bill to attack the weak point of the tr- backpack and remove the harness off a younger bird yeah. within hours most of the other trackers had been <laughs> removed Instead of finding out how far they flew, the researchers instead found new evidence of entirely new social behaviour, rarely seen in birds. The helper magpie helped to free a backpack wearing magpie through both cooperation and a moderate level of problem solving, for no personal benefit to the rescuing magpie at all. Ah, the well, new discovery was published this week,
0: so that's good. I mean, I think an animal, a lot of animals, will try and take off the thing that's attached to them.
1: Yeah, but they're not taking it off themselves. They're taking it off each other.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's pretty It's cool. interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is interesting. But yeah, scientists say, god
0: damn. Well, scientists in Australia are trying to uh, communicate with dolphins with flute music. They seem to think a range of instruments will be the key to unlocking how to try and communicate with them better. So um, I thought oh. that... <laughs> I thought they'd done this sort of stuff, but it sounds like they are using actual music as opposed to just sonar sounds. Um, Apparently dolphins are quite musical themselves, they reckon. And uh, they hope to develop further on this. It sounds... uh,
1: Sounds interesting. It makes... So
0: if you got funding money to do whatever you wanted and it involved a lot of trips and staying away and paying for everything... I, too, would be doing random stuff with animals.
1: Mm. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I, I, it does make you wonder, right, because the pentatonic scale in music is pretty much mathematically defined, but also it it makes a big difference to, like, we, we feel it as well as hear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so it would be interesting to see if... Um, the any animal but in this case dolphins could uh, respond to that sort of thing
0: now would you back the dolphin people with music or a bunch of scientists that successfully took over a venus flytrap by implanting a tiny microchip in it they can control the <laughs> they can control it when when it wants to open and close so that seems to be able to mimic biology they seem to quite like that um, so they've made like basically an artificial neuron.
1: Right. So it, yeah, because plants, they, right? They're gonna plant, they're gonna plants, use is that is that like an electronic like synapse or is that like a chemical-based thing?
0: Probably electronic if it's got microchip. Uh yeah, so it mm-hmm. fires electrical currents inside the cells, which triggers the plants' natural reflexes. Oh, okay. This will help them in the direction of fully simulating the efficiency of our brain. And the first line says, it's Little Shop of Horrors meets Terminator.
1: <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. Hey, um, i got a Kickstarter thing here for you.
0: Yes. Um, we love a Kickstarter.
1: I, I, And this one, if you're listening, I think you have to watch the video um, because it's, a, it's a, a dolly, a Rover Cinema dolly. Do you this. want to
0: explain what a dolly is for people so, that don't yeah,
1: know? Yeah, a dolly is a um, basically like a tripod on wheels is the best way to explain what a dolly is, right? Yep. And so the camera can be moved around um, and it gives you and, that nice flowing effect. Um, yeah, and a lot move. of time,
0: traditionally, you'll use a normal tripod that sits on a set of wheels. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and, and you Jesus, can
0: look at this thing go.
1: I know, right? Nah, and this...
0: This can't be as good as what it thinks it is, can it?
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, this thing is uh, motorized and it's remote controlled. And you see the camera, like it's doing circles around the guy and it's
0: zooming, driving, in and zooming driving down the road, going over jutter bars, going down a path.
1: Yeah, it looks great. So yeah, the, they were after 16,000, I think it was. Hang on. Where are I... Uh
0: Ninety. 90- 4, 000, oh, how must be 94,000 New Zealand.
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: And they've got 644,000, and there's 21 days to go. I, I mean, if,
1: if I had money, you know, that whole, if I had loads of money and didn't have to worry about anything, um, I would definitely consider getting one of those.
0: A super early bird, there's only two left right now, is uh, three and a half grand. That's the starting price.
1: But I reckon you'd be able to rent that out and get that money back.
0: I just don't, I, A, I don't know anything about the people running the Kickstarter. So I don't know how good they are. Like, I feel that they've just got this one working model and I can't, I know I'm not convinced from this one video and not reading anything that um, their whole production uh, is going to be as good. Yeah, because I reckon if it breaks down, like you've just got this thing. Like I don't know, it looks like there's a lot of components that could break. Like even if one wheel died, you yeah, know, you're so you're it, out.
1: So it literally is a tripod. There's three wheels, just so people can you know, and you can like pre-program it to, to do a path or follow something or whatever. Um, yeah,
0: like so I can I can see that's very cool. Like the idea is very cool. I yeah. just.
1: I would like never it, have thought it'd be as fast and as mobile as it appears to be.
0: Yes. I think it's going to be one of those products where you really want to wait for version two, maybe.
1: Possibly, possibly. Like,
0: like if this is as good as it looks and uh, as versatile in that, then this should be around for a while. I mean, I don't know if there's an alternative, like a, I don't know. Look at it going around. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, very cool though.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty cool. Um, and I just, oh,
0: and and it supports like radio. You can do like a tablet and phone control. It supports like um, radio control units for like helicopters, or you can uh, just hold on to it and walk around with it yourself.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I thought I'd mention that. That I thought that was pretty cool. Got, got me. Got me going. Um, what else we got here?
0: Very good. This this guy says that it just. This is a question. It goes what type of mount does your battery use is it proprietary mount or are you using v mount or gold mount you know and the the answer is like i don't understand what you mean the the outport is similar to a dji drone port which charges and he goes no i'm asking do your batteries physically mount onto it and are they using v mount or gold mount or what's the deal and he's like oh no nah, it's not a universal type of battery you just you just have to charge it up okay okay Hey, uh, when you want to send an email to somebody, but you don't really want them to read it. So if you want to, you you know, it says here, your mum has made you invite somebody to your party, but you don't want to Uh, go straight to spam.xyz as a service. You click to copy and you paste that into your email. And it's basically white text and visible gobbledygook. That will automatically put your email that you send into spam.
1: Okay, so I'm sending you an email, but I don't want you to see how I want it to be going to. That sounds yeah. like some hacker crap. No,
0: but you could say, "Oh, yeah, I sent you the email. Did you not see it? Oh, must have gone to spam." And then when they, if they do look, they're like, "Oh, it is there." Oh, oh okay. I, I came across that. Another thing I came across, which I didn't know existed. Have you heard of Share Tank from Z, the petrol station? No. Okay. So I came across this because there was discussion online about rising petrol costs. And this yep. guy goes, oh, I just used share tank. I brought like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what is share tank? Anyway, Zed, the petrol station, has uh, on their app where you pay for petrol normally, a virtual petrol tank. And you can buy 1,000 liters of fuel. That's the maximum. And you can then share that tank with up to five friends or family members. And you've locked in that price at whatever you've paid for it. And then you just go up and you literally just show your app. And that's already paid for. It's prepaid petrol. Uh, I thought it was interesting.
1: That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, probably worth grabbing a bunch right now just before uh, Russia.
0: Clicks. Yeah, maybe. But uh, check out ShareTank. It's at the z.co.nz uh, website. You know, um, I hadn't heard about that. Hurt. Hurdling got banned from rugby this week.
1: Is that a person?
0: No, it's a move. So this guy in a game, where was the game? It wasn't that big. It was the Chiefs versus Highlanders Super Rugby Pacific match. Basically, this guy was got the ball, running towards the try line, and he jumped over another player who sort of mistackled him. And he got the try. And jumping over, somebody's called Hurdling. I've banned that now. It's too dangerous.
1: It's, it's, but it's so instinctive. I'm pretty sure I've done that.
0: That's what I was thinking. Like I, I, I'm not the biggest rugby fan. I just saw this story and I was like, apparently a lot of people got a bit upset about it. Um, 50, 50 on if you agree or not. And I was like, okay, that's the least of their worries. Like just let them, their goal is to get from one end of the field to the other. And as long as not spare tackling and dropping people on their heads, like, not everybody's doing this thing either. So anyway, that's... No, happening. no,
1: I, I'm pretty sure I did, did it um, in, in a game or so in, in Europe. But, um, yeah, no, it, it, but it's, it's not something you, like, would practice. It's just no, something no. just as somebody's falling in front of you and yeah. you're at pace you got to go somewhere. It's not like so, you
0: just stop. <laughs> so I don't I don't know at what point they're like, hey. Like, yeah, like if there's – I don't know. It seems a bit weird. I mean, because
1: I don't know what your options are. Usually when that's happened, like I say, I've, I think I've done it once or twice. It's like I've got no options. The guy is basically falling in front of me because he's mistackled basically. Yeah. And I can't stop. I can't really change direction. Um. So I'm going over him. That's right. And, yeah. Um. And I'm not, I'm not stepping on them. I'm, yeah, hurdling them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's stupid. I think that's a stupid rule.
0: It seems silly. Hey, uh, Rotorua, Rotor- Rainbow Springs in Rotorua is closing. They've decided to shut it down. They've explored all options. There's no tourists. Now, this is the place right next to Skyline Skyrides.
1: Yeah. So, uh, what, what, do, what does that include? Because there's a few things in Rainbow Springs, isn't it? Or is it just the one thing?
0: So they're shutting it all down. They're keeping the Kiwi breeding place there for a little while and then that's eventually going to move out to the agrodome. Right. So they'll be shutting down everything else which includes their log ride thing they built, the all the trout, all the pools and everything. They evaluated all options and didn't rush this decision but I just find it crazy weird but I guess their ongoing running costs must be like tremendous. They can't like yeah. even if you closed it, I don't know. It just seems anyway. There's a bit of a surprise, I think.
1: Yeah, no, it does sound sound. So, but what about the um, the luge and stuff like that? No, different different, yeah, no, no they, di- different, different. Yeah, I know the difference. I mean, they, they've got the same problem,
0: right? Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't know who's got the higher running costs. Like, the luge has like mo- like the gondola and then multiple chairlifts and a whole bunch of machinery that has to be maintained all the time. Yeah. And then you've got Rainbow Springs which just has pools and a water and the log ride thing. So maybe tourists didn't want that but they're going to the more adrenaline packed Uh illusion. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, the Waikato was in the news this week?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we always are.
1: So <laughs> well, yeah. at least we don't have protesters and 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 fires and No, no, Pepper spray or anything, yeah,
0: anyway. So you know how we've spoke about NFTs in the past. Yes, yes. There's a part of NFT culture that is sort of like based on gaming. So there's NFT games, and within these little games, you can buy components, right? So this dude designed a game called Pixelmon, and I've heard the name of this floating around in a couple of areas and stuff, right? He's a 20 year old Hamilton guy, and he's raised 70 million dollars US. For this Pixelmon game, right? And I need you to scroll down these images and you will see what he promised and what he delivered.
1: Okay, where, where am I looking?
0: I'm sending it to you now. There we go. So scroll down to like near the bottom and you'll see some real good 3G, 3D generated art on the left of these little pixel things. Because this is obviously like a Pokemon ripoff.
1: Hang on, you haven't sent it through.
0: I sent it to the wrong person.
1: <laughs> that'd be let, one
0: <laughs> let me delete it from that person's uh thing uh, before they get confused <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, fair, enough. fair enough i'm like oh, okay so oh, okay this is the dude okay
0: yeah yeah, Man,
1: yeah go it. down yeah okay oh so those first images are...
0: uh what he what he created that's what he's selling people to for eight and a half thousand dollars each
1: okay oh wow
0: so he had some really cool images saying this is what's going to look like. And then he got some images that looks like a 12-year-old made. He paid a bunch of um, artists to make them, like on Fiverr, I think, or something like that. They, <laughs> didn't, they didn't know it was for an NFT project, and it's total crap. He reckons he spent about $15,000 um, paying for this artwork to be made. And there were very high expectations because of how it grew. And all these people have basically lost their shit. He's, gonna, he's promised to pledge $2 million from the $70 million to revamp and redesign the NFTs, but he has admitted that he's spent some of the money uh, already. Uh, and he's from Hamilton. Okay. Um, he also has a history of raising money on Kickstarter for projects that some customers have said have never received the products.
1: Yeah, that's a very New Zealand thing. I'm looking at you, Taika Waititi.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's right. So, anyway, it's good to see that there's people scamming people out of lots of money here in the Hamilton. And he's very young. Shout out to you, Martin.
1: God, that's, uh, that's terrible. But that, yeah, <laughs> I mean, 70 million US dollars. Holy crap. These
0: people have so much money, they do not know what to do with it. So, you just have to show them something. And they're like, yeah, I was. Throw some money at that. Yeah, Just
1: and a game. lot of those people that have got this crypto money has made have made it in crypto. Like it's not real money for them. No. From no, the beginning. it's not. It's and not. So they're like, and, oh, I've got all this crypto bucks, I should spend it on. Something. And they
0: have to keep betting on everything to see if it's going to be the next big thing where they can make a ton more money. Yeah. It's a whole thing. It's a big circle, a journey, game But yeah. we do need to get in on it to make a lot of money. Yeah, we do.
1: I, I still I've still got my little plan there i just haven't had time
0: i've got my idea which will definitely polarize the world
1: yes yes i i i, I heard what your idea was i think you know what mine is my my <laughs> image based so
0: yes. Um,
1: but yes um
0: talking about crypto mark zuckerberg's sister has come out with a horrible skin crawling song about crypto
1: oh my god
0: her name is randy randy zuckerberg
1: <laughs> Apparently,
0: it's called music, but we're not sure. Oh,
1: God!
0: It's sort of her take on Adele's 2015 hit, Hello. And it's like, hello, it's me. Would you like to learn exchanging cryptocurrency? Is the start of it. We'll go over everything because you've got coins from different blockchains and so want to do some trading. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Randy should probably stick to whatever her day job is. I don't know what her day job is. Uh, her day job is
1: being... Um... Zuckerberg's sister.
0: I think probably. so. I think so. Uh, anyway, that brings us to the end of the podcast, Chris.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, anything exciting and new coming up?
0: Oh, I've got to set up an online photo competition for the pumpkin carnival because I said I'd do that. Uh, I'm regretting that decision, but uh, it's almost finished. And I'm hoping to get over my cold slash COVID symptoms.
1: Yes, well, big shout out because um, next week... Uh, one of our fans, one of our listeners, and my nephew, uh, Is it Liam, this
0: weekend or the following weekend?
1: getting married. It's not on the weekend. It's on Thursday. It's Thursday,
0: 10th. Like the 10th? The 10th, yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. I thought it was the weekend.
1: Yeah, I thought it was the weekend oh. uh, up, until, uh, <laughs> up until this year as well. Oh, my gosh.
0: Like, I would have loved it if you turned up and no one was there, but you were just there for the weekend.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's cool. Um, so, yeah, so on Thursday. So, I'm going up to stay with Carolyn on Wednesday night. Then I... Because... I missed, so everybody knows. I missed my niece's wedding. Yes. Um, who is the first person of that generation to get married? Right, due to COVID. Um, due to COVID. Well, I missed it because we went into Waikato. Went into That's lockdown. Right. Like That's right. That's right. Seven days before a wedding, it was close enough that I was like. Oh, could I just sneak out? No, no, can't do that. Anyway, so we were locked down. So I missed that. And then uh, Liam's one's coming up. And of course, you know, it's been this and that, but it's on Waiheke. And I saw some news about uh, Auckland Transport being way down on staff and it's infecting buses and ferries. So I'm like, oh God.
0: (laughs) Good luck with that. I am sure you're going to come back with some stories, uh, good or bad. Uh, yeah, good yeah. from the wedding bad from everything else probably
1: <laughs> bad from yeah. Auckland yeah 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 but anyway no, no I'm looking forward to that so anyway um, yeah uh, counting down eh Liam counting down my son alright uh, that's that's all the news for me
0: yep until next week I'm Sam I'm Chris see ya bye hope you enjoy the show make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week don't forget to tell your friends